Hey, 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 hi. Welcome back. It's been a hot minute, like a, a really, really hot minute since we've had a podcast episode. Um, but yeah, today I wouldn't even call this a podcast episode, to be very honest. This is a conversation. Like right now, we're outside, the breeze is blowing, it's a cool evening. Um, and I'm here with Issa, 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 say hey. Hi. Um, yeah, so Issa and I are here chilling today, and we are just gonna have a conversation, you know, a very authentic conversation funny enough haha um but yeah i'm gonna allow isa to like just introduce herself and then introduce like what we're gonna be talking about hi my name is isa i'm from saint elizabeth i previously attended andrews and i'm really passionate about being my true and authentic self and encouraging other people to do that and to find that true and authentic self powerful so that kind of like leads into what we're going to be talking about which is authenticity (laughs) changing the narrative um i feel like in this society nowadays a lot of things have been um you know warped into um like fakeness you know in being like um prettied up perfected you know um and a lot of times people are not actually truly living um genuine lives in the sense of them being genuine within themselves not only in the aspect of them in social context but also just within themselves you know emotionally physically mentally you know living an actually authentic life um and I feel like Issa and I, like one of the reasons why we're so excited about this topic of changing narrative is because in both of our lives, we've had um, experiences, had situations where we've had um, to learn, you know, how, what even in the world is authenticity? You know, how do we, how do we even live authentic and why are we even living authentically? Authentically? Is that the word? Um, <laughs> But yeah, and I mean, obviously, we're still learning as time goes by, as days go by. It's a constant learning process of learning how to be even more and more authentic in yourself. Because, you know, you know something called the Jahari's window. There are things about you that you know. There are things about you that somebody else knows um, that you don't know. And it's like you're constantly learning more and more about you. And while we're learning more and more about ourselves, it's good to, like, learn how we can truly and be like really and truly be authentically us you know even as we're discovering more about who we are um genuinely Mm. so um in all of that you know like the questions of what even in the world is authenticity you know um like how do we even become authentic per se and i i low-key feel like that sounds low-key pretentious in a sense Mm. because everybody has a part of them that's fake that's just that's just that's just the reality you know probably sometimes you're in a social setting and you don't feel like smiling but you smile just Mm. to you know make the person feel better you know what i'm saying so in in all in all like i don't think a person can actually be 100 100% authentic in everything but just the concept of being authentic in day-to-day life um and then also just how us um, being authentic changed our perspective, you know, changed our life, you know. And what was so toxic about perfection that caused us to want to actually become authentic, you know. Um, so, yeah, like, Issa, I'm just going to talk about it. So, Issa, like, what does authenticity, authenticity even mean, like, to you? 
Um, I think it's making a conscious choice to be your natural self rather than conforming to the pressure that you might feel in a social setting to be something else. So I'll give you an example. Um, I have a friend who's really like into fashion and she loves to match everything. So one day when we were going out, I consciously decided I was going to wear an outfit that I guess kind of pleased her. Mm-hmm. Um, pleased her fashion sense, her idea of like what looked good. That wasn't necessarily what I wanted to wear. Authenticity in that situation decides to be who you actually want to be, wear what you actually want to wear, and not conform to whatever pressure you might be feeling to be somebody else, to be accepted, or because that's seen as normal. So yeah. I think perfection and being fake um, is now normal. So to give an example of like people wearing weave, my mm. mom and I were talking about it one day. And like that's nothing. I don't think is inherently wrong with wearing weave. But mom and I were talking about the fact that people don't like actually look for real hair. It's about the best looking fake. Mm-hmm. It's not even about like the real anymore. And I think this is where our society has gotten. It's not even about trying to be who you actually are. It's more about fitting into that perfect aesthetic of this stereotype or this box or this label. Yeah. And like, remember, like even earlier, we're actually talking about the plague um, and the toxicity of that girl, Mm -hmm. um, you know, persona that's being portrayed on like social media right now. We're like, you know, that girl is supposed to drink out of a hydro flask you know mm. get up at mm-hmm. 6 30 in the morning and work out at the gym have like cute set of workout clothes yeah. um you're supposed to come back and eat a breakfast that's like mm-hmm. um oats and strawberries and mm-hmm. blueberries you know like that's a that girl persona that's being portrayed um and i feel like because of that it's like those little things kind of put preconceptions and pre-notions in person's mind especially younger persons mm-hmm. to feel as though that is who they should be like god like gone are the days where individuality is praised you know where individuality is a thing Mm -hmm. um and i feel like for me authenticity is more is very similar to what you actually said um and just even give an example it's like um back in the day i'm old (laughs) (laughs) but um back in the day um before covid um i was actually in various friend groups you Mm -hmm. know where i didn't actually feel um me i wasn't able to fully express and be my quirky you know quirky fun self you know i had to put on a persona that was conducive to the environment that i was in you know and just even being that like it was very emotionally draining it was Mm -hmm. tiring it was physically draining um and it's like it's sometimes you feel you feel pressure to constantly keep up this 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 mask you know this facade of who you are and then the moment that you let it down you're like oh my gosh i need to put back on the mask you know Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so authenticity for me was like breaking down those barriers brick by brick and just truly revealing like who I am, you know. And one thing that doing that kind of made me realize was that I don't believe that I'm meant to be in a friend group, mm. if that makes sense. You know, wow. like yeah. Wow. Yeah. I used to have this um <laughs> idea of what I wanted a friendship to look like. Mm-hmm. Um I thought I needed to have because we see it in media, you know, mm-hmm. we see it in books. We see what 
we should look like what our life should look like what our relationships should look like and if it doesn't look like that we're made to feel inferior and it's sad um so i had this perception or this idea that i wanted a best friend um we would wear matching shoes mm-hmm. we'd be at each other's houses every single day just this i concept of friendship which actually is completely unrealistic mm-hmm. um for my situation and unrealistic for my personality like mm-hmm. i actually would not want that that would be mm-hmm. emotionally <laughs> draining yeah, yeah. <laughs> and coming to terms with who i am mm-hmm. and what actually is best for me what's good for me and not what social media is saying what's the you know friendship goals relationship mm-hmm. goals yeah. um because that's just might not be what's best for me or what i want and yeah. that's okay agreed um i think i completely relate with that as well especially mm-hmm. like in movies like it's there yeah. a lot you know like oh my goodness like best friend like climb up like you're supposed to like come through the the door and be like hey mom to her mom you know and right. it's like that dynamic yeah some people do have it and that's mm-hmm. awesome for them but not everybody's gonna have that dynamic mm-hmm. and i feel like i don't know i don't know this is like low-key and unpopular opinion but i don't believe that you have to have a best friend i don't, I don't think have that one i don't have a best friend you know <laughs> but i do have close friends yeah you know like i can name all of my close friends one of them is sitting right here in front of me <laughs> But, like, it's, like, I can name them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to have a specific best friend um, or specific friend group. But it's, like, you have different friends, different close friends for different situations, you know, different relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, And that kind of even boils back into being authentic. Yeah. You know, um, naturally, you're not going to have, like, that perfect relationship where, you know, you you buy each other matching necklaces with the heart. Like, no. That happens, yeah. Yeah. Cool. But not all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't need to pressure yourself into fitting into different relationships and being becoming friends and becoming bonds, emotional mm-hmm. bonds with persons who you want to pursue that yeah. friendship with, because that's just creating a friendship out of sheer want and gain mm-hmm. of the ideal, mm-hmm. um, you know. Yeah, yeah. Relationship, yeah. and that's not healthy. Yeah. That's not healthy because when you realize that that person is not living up to the standard that social media is portraying you're like oh my goodness is this person even my friend yeah then it becomes bad then it becomes becomes wrong then it becomes wrong you know and then that just causes whole drama Mm -hmm. you know why you know um but yeah i feel like what was the next thing i wanted to talk about like it was Um, we had it we had pointers guys we had pointers how has authenticity changed our lives and perspectives Mm. you go first okay um i think i have it's opened me up to self-discovery um Mm. first of all how i even like learned i guess about authenticity found out about that word was in a conversation with i guess a friend Mm -hmm. um at the time i was in grade seven and i was struggling with relationships like with classmates and i thought that i needed to be perfect Mm -hmm. in order to be liked and accepted by everyone Mm -hmm. and she she was just like why don't you just be authentic that was essentially what she was saying in that conversation yeah and i didn't really listen at the time in quarantine i kind of rediscovered that word and in rediscovering that word i was discovering myself Mm. um so authenticity opened me up to self-discovery yeah it opened me up to finding out who I am, who I want to be, what I want to accept about myself, rather than changing, chasing the approval 
of everyone else um, to feel justified. Mm. Um, justifying me for myself, I guess, or looking for justification from God mm. rather than from standard social media perfection, yeah. quote unquote. Yeah. That's like really powerful. And like even just you touching on the fact that it was in high school, mm-hmm. you know, like in grade seven. Um, I feel like high school is a very like important time, very pertinent time where you learn a lot about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, if you really and truly like harness the the opportunity of learning more about yourself. So like for me, it was in fifth form, mm-hmm. you know, with like COVID and everything. And like we're all at home now, like gone were the days where you would get up in the morning and be around like your schoolmates 24 mm-hmm. seven. You know, that wasn't the case anymore. It was you at home. It was you by yourself basically. And in that time I was actually like, pursuing my relationship with God more Mm -hmm. and like I I realized that in those moments when I was by myself and I was with God I was able to be me Mm -hmm. you know like I like I was able to just be my quirky self you know like just be me like feel and just be me and Mm -hmm. um I remember I went on a whole quest of just searching and figuring out what even is the meaning of life you know and I feel like there is like a stigma that's associated with being a Christian in a sense mm-hmm. where oh when you're a Christian you're supposed to automatically when you give your life to God you're supposed to automatically know what life what the meaning of life is yeah. you know and like there is no meaning of life outside of being a Christian if that makes sense mm-hmm. um, but I think that there is more to life than just being um, you know like giving your heart to the Lord giving your heart to the Lord I feel like there's more than that because the thing is that God created us as social human beings he created us um, to pursue want to pursue relationships you know and no man is an island you know and he created us to like want to experience like nature adventure you know and I feel like that's like the meaning of life should be holistic it shouldn't just be one-sided and Mm. I feel like some conservative Christians might like counteract this and that's fine Mm -hmm. but i feel like there should be a holistic um definition of what the meaning of life is and so when i um was searching for that full holistic definition um i said you know abba like like what even is the meaning of life how do i enjoy my life like like authentically how do i enjoy it genuinely um and i remember i stumbled upon this youtube channel called valspio and i love valspio because he he literally like he has the opportunity to be at home with his parents like mm-hmm. in college living the perfect life but instead he literally just took a old broke down car and decided that he was just gonna go on an adventure mm-hmm. you know make meaningful relationships with strangers you know and just live simply and i think that that was what caused me to like realize i'm so sorry for hearing the dogs in the background like somebody's walking past you know let's Let's pause this for a second and then let's go back. But yes, here we are. We're back. Okay. So, um, yeah. And in Valspy, it made me, like, realize that, like, mm-hmm. being happy is not um, dependent on um, who you are, the persona that you're putting on, you know? So being happy is not dependent on, you know, be you being, like, the greatest you know you living in the biggest house you accomplishing the greatest things like that's not being happy you know that's mm-hmm. not being authentically because you came into this world and you had nothing you came into this world and you were just a baby like vulnerable yeah and while you go through this life you acquire things but when you die 
you're not dying with the house you're not dying with the car you're not dying with you're not dying with anything it's just you you know Mm -hmm. i'm saying it's back to you alone and i feel like true authenticity is finding comfort within yourself it's finding happiness within yourself and definition within yourself and i feel like it has to start off by realizing who are you Mm -hmm. you know are you a happy person are you a talkative person are you Mm -hmm. a person who loves art are you a person who loves music are you a person who loves drama and from the time the moments when you realize what you like and your little characteristics when you take a moment to sit down and think about who you are actually as a person is the the beginning journey of becoming authentic and living authentically because i feel like you know us being at school all the times there's so many personalities. There's mm-hmm. so many different like spikes about different people that are coming at us. You know, and so you get lost. You get lost. It's hard yeah. to differentiate what you like and who mm-hmm. you are. You know, so it's in the moments when you're by yourself. Literally, just take out a notebook and write. Like, mm-hmm. what's my favorite color? Because you'd be surprised that your favorite color is actually dependent on another person's favorite color. You know, like, you'd be like, oh, that person yesterday said, oh, yeah. I like gray and white. And you'd be like, huh, I think the gray and white looks nice. So I'm just going to say gray and white is my favorite color. No, sit down and think about what color do you think when you go into a store, what color shirt do you always go for? Or what color shirt do you, are your eyes always drawn to? Mm-hmm. And then you can actually genuinely realize who you are. you know and from when you realize genuinely who you are that's the journey to becoming authentic Mm -hmm. you know so what comes after that is you just learning how to maintain that authenticity even when you go out into social situations because it's one thing to actually know who you are by yourself and then forget who you completely are at the time when you go through the door you know um that's just counterproductive yeah so authenticity and self-discovery are basically married yeah they are they're married they are so carrie what is or what was or is so toxic about perfection it's unrealistic (laughs) Mm -hmm. i feel like that's at its core that's what it is it's unrealistic Mm -hmm. it's on it's unattainable perfection Mm -hmm. is unattainable and god even knows that hence the reason why he literally gave us the holy spirit because if he knew that perfection was what we could like naturally achieve he wouldn't have needed to leave the holy spirit with us to constantly Mm -hmm. help us and convict us because we're naturally imperfect you know um and the whole concept of perfection is just so like annoying like genuinely Mm -hmm. it's just annoying you know like even sometimes when i watch tiktok and like you know you have jamaican black girl luxury tiktok it's it's annoying to me to be very honest because not every single day when you get up you're going to want to put on the most expensive shirt and Mm -hmm. jeans and go on the road sometimes you just want to put on a sweatshirt and baggy pants and just do what you have to do you know now every day is your room gonna be clean and i think that's okay you know sometimes it's okay just to lie down and just exist Mm. you know but nobody really wants to do that everybody always wants to be doing something and i feel like when we do keep on doing something we get lost in the the commodities in the the doing in the doing of it yeah um and then we start to live like fakely is that a word (laughs) start living very fake but yeah Mm. my same question to you diverted to you um i think it's all the things that you said but i think it's just not who we were made to be you know the bible talks about us sinning and falling short somewhere in romans i believe i don't remember the exact chapter and verse Mm -hmm. um but when you think yeah yeah um when you think about the when we were born we were born (laughs) vulnerable 
you know, mm-hmm. naked, completely vulnerable and authentic human beings. Mm-hmm. Perfection to me is something that has been learned and taught. It was mm-hmm. never natural. Yeah. It was natural for us to cry out for what we wanted and needed and then to be served and there be an expectation for that. So if you guys know what I'm saying, it's it's a learned be- it's a learned behavior. Mm-hmm. Um it's not natural um it's like emotionally draining and exhausting to constantly try to live up to a standard an idea even what Carice was saying about like caught up in the the doing of doing things there's this idea that we're supposed to be like productivity machines be billionaires by the time when we're 15 yeah and it's it's these standards and expectations that they're learned they're not natural we weren't created for them okay we're gonna take a quick pause (laughs) rewind the clock go again um i've found that perfection is so subjective um it's not this one thing it's mm. a different standard for every single situation, setting, group of people, scenario, country, like, you name it. So many different groups, cultures, all of that. And it's it's just a constant rat race of exhaustion for acceptance and approval. Mm. And I, I think you just end up lost after a while. Just, just completely lost, not knowing who you are in those moments when you're alone and constantly looking for who you should be mm. and yeah we just weren't created for that yeah agreed i agree and you know even when you look when even when you look at it like the whole concept of perfection it is creating a um one-sided view Mm -hmm. um and it's stripping away individuality in a sense where we're all create we're all becoming the same person Mm -hmm. you know and when you look at even what god did god created nations upon nations he created persons of different races colors creeds cultures you know personality types so why are we trying to attain one specific personality type Mm -hmm. why are we trying to attain one specific lifestyle that god never actually intended for us to have he wanted us to be uniquely us hence the reason why there's no one per no there are no two persons in this world that has the same fingerprint everybody's Mm -hmm. fingerprint is different that must mean something right that must mean the fact that we are all unique we're Mm -hmm. all different you know so yeah why are we running from uniqueness to follow rules exactly I don't get it. <laughs> exactly and as you said before rules are some things that are, the rules are taught mm-hmm. you're not born you're not born with rules you are no. taught rules and i feel like some of the rules that are taught are just so unnecessary honestly <laughs> and even like what we're um like watching just a while ago with regards to you know femininity Mm -hmm. um and the feminism movement of how to be feminine Mm. um and like the gender roles that is actually not authenticity because um like even when they were talking about the fact that okay women are supposed to do this men are supposed to do that yeah it's like if like a woman has some masculine features she's not a woman Mm -hmm. like 
labeling her as a she's labeling labeling her as a tomboy even if she just probably has a dominant personality you mm-hmm. know and meanwhile women are expected to be submissive like why can't we just be authentically also okay maybe you might be a dominant person maybe you might be a leader just be that leader you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying maybe you might um and maybe a guy i feel like this also even portrays over guys and that kind of goes <laughs> into a whole nother conversation of toxic masculinity mm-hmm. um but even like some guys, they have some feminine like characteristics to them, yeah. and automatically, when a guy shows any form of femininity, they are like immediately labeled as you know gay not masculine or, or gay. Yeah, you know, it. and I feel like that goes into a whole other conversation. But it all boils back down to just being authentically you. So, yeah, was that all of the questions? Well, I have one more thing to oh, okay. add to that. Okay. Um, authenticity is taking control of the narrative of your own life and your identity rather than following a standard a set of rules an ideology Mm. it's just simply being who you are agreed is there a biblical perfection because there's a scripture i don't remember what it was that talks about be perfect as i am perfect i'll see if i can find Mm. it Because I wrote it in my journal. Be perfect as I am perfect. Yeah. So that's low-key, if you really look at it, that's low-key challenging a little bit of our perception Mm -hmm. of what we're saying. It is. Um, Unless we ascribe a definition that's not in contradiction. Yeah. It says you must be perfect as your father is perfect. Matthew five verse forty eight. But what version of perfection are we talking about? Are we talking about the worldly, worldly standard of perfection? Are we talking about the perfection of God? God's definition of perfection, which is, um, in, uh, um. Hmm. Well, look at it this way. Um. The, we've been talking about the world's definition of perfection. The world's mm-hmm. definition of perfection is, you know, stereotypes, labels, boxes associated with culture, religion, politics, all these different things that man has created. Mm-hmm. God is our creator. He created us just the way we are. Us discovering ourselves, to be really frank, we can't really do that by ourselves because we didn't make ourselves back we don't know our purpose and what we're supposed to do so you can't really separate self-discovery and connecting with your creator because you don't know who you were made to be think about like they always refer this to like a manual you mm-hmm. know like when you buy like a washing machine you don't know how to wear the washing machine mm-hmm. you use a manual because the manual was created by the, the manufacturing company yeah you know and they know how to work it so you read it and you learn how to work it but i feel like even though god has given us a um a manual per mm-hmm. se who is which is him at the same time he does give us creative control at the same time Mm -hmm. he does give us some yeah and that's free will Mm -hmm. you know so it's like um definitely we can't go to creation we have to go to create the the creator Mm -hmm. to figure out like Mm -hmm. what version of authenticity we're supposed to be true 
and at the same time being fully aware that yeah he is sovereign but he gave us free will we Mm. still do have a part in our own story we still kind of control it to an extent you know he's not we're not puppets and he's pulling strings um we help to shape who our identity and our lives yeah as well agreed yeah which this kind of sounds very contradictory because we're talking about rules and the bible but you know it's it's a fascinating thing and i think at the end of the day um we are creatures created by a creator and for me it only reasonably makes sense to go to him to find our answers about us ourselves the created the creatures makes sense I agree. I agree. I'm supposed to be totally um, honest for the sake of authenticity. Mm-hmm. At this point in time, like my whole brain thought process is closing off. <laughs> it's coming to a close. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, was that everything? Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, listeners. Um. Yeah, that was a little conversation about authenticity by yours truly and Isabisa. Um. But yeah. So go ahead and watch other episodes. Well, not watch. You're not watching anything. Listen. Um. I mean, you probably see another episode after this because Isa and I are gonna have more conversations. You know, and we'll just record them. Um. But yeah, guys, have an awesome evening. Thank you for tuning in to Talking Paradoxically. Come back again. Okay, bye. 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 Toodles. Toodles.